We're back in Northampton now, continuing our conversation with RC pioneer Cecil Schumacher as he picks up the story of his company's involvement in racing in 1985. We were one of the main players in 12th scale then, uh, and everyone was predicting the, the, do, the demise of 12th scale. And, uh, and I was thinking hard about what off-road car we would make. So we were watching that development, and I felt we weren't ready quite to, to launch into that market, so I hung on in 12th scale for, it was probably about two years, I think, where everybody else abandoned 12th. We had our best years because people jumped ship so quickly, there wasn't anyone that would satisfy the demand, so we did it, thank you very much, <laughs> and were able to watch the way the market was evolving, and, and in that time we designed our first off-road car, and it was worth waiting because we put a lot of thought into it. We had this brilliant driver called Andy Dobson, who had remarkable reactions and really was an extraordinarily good driver. Um, and so because he was the main man and he worked for me, we evolved uh, the car that he wanted. The trouble is, he, he had one in a hundred thousands person's level of, t of, of, re of reflexes and reactions, and if you build a car to suit one in every 200,000 people or whatever it is, you're not going to sell many. And the car that we produced was the short wheelbase version of that, and uh, Andy could drive it wonderfully well, but nobody else, or very few other people, could. And it really was a difficult car, very short, very twitchy. Um, and so whilst we were playing around with that and we were building up to the World Championships in Romsey, um, I, I used to race, always fairly badly, but I liked racing. And I thought, oh, this is ridiculous. So I made a car, I think it was 10 millimetres longer for me. It was known as the geriatric spec <laughs> within the company. And, uh, and we called it the XL which was, you know, put on extra long or something, and it was the XL. And, and I had my XL, and we'd, we'd built three like it, because we thought we might be make it, marketing this as a more sensible car. And uh, during the warm-up race down in Romsey, I was placed, found myself placed in an extraordinarily high position for me. And, and it wasn't me, of course, it was the car. And I, I wasn't seeing it that way, but my driver said, uh, very diplomatically, could we borrow your car? <laughs> and they did, and, and the lad that did that went on to win the race. Uh, it became obvious that this was the way to go. And then at the, the, at the World Championships proper, uh, some months later, uh, uh, Phil Booth had prepared three cars to the best possible standards he could. He, he, he sort of, if you like, blueprinted them, and we had those three cars in the back of the back of the, the van, uh, just in case anybody would be interested in them. And uh, then Masami Hirosaka, who was driving a short cat, and of course he could drive it rather well, couldn't he? He was a fairly extraordinary lad, and uh, his car was an absolute heap. And he was still doing extraordinarily well. So we, it was suggested that we give him one of these special cars. And he had one of these special cars, and he loved it. And his father just had a little 
a camel haired brush and all he would do is dust it with the brush and he kept saying I know touch I know touch because Masami wouldn't let him do anything to it because he was working so well they went on to win of course yes much to the the dismay of the Americans and the Japanese. Nowadays I uh, help my chums out uh, doing work on um, things called pre-selector gearboxes which are not, not much is known about and by good fortune I know about them and, uh, and so people bring me their old racing car gearboxes and I straighten them out for them. Thank you very much. Pleasure.